Coming at you from New Jersey, the capital of misery, and the place where metal forgot to die. This is Here Lies Metal, the podcast that brings you the origins, history, and culture of everything metal. Once again, for the last time this year, I am Maledictus, and this is Samantha. And we shall be your overlords for today and all of eternity. Welcome. I've really just hammed up the intro this time, haven't I? It just keeps getting better. Just cheesier and cheesier. It's just cheesy radio. That's what I'm doing right now. That's what you all like. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the episode that we've all been waiting for. It's the most important episode of the year. Um, disregarding, Yeah, I think so. This is um, the result of a lot of research that mostly Samantha has been doing. Finding new bands that you people out there are too lazy. Not necessarily new. There's a few new bands. I mean, new albums. New Sorry, albums. not new bands, but new there albums. There are also new bands. Yeah, some of these bands are new. Some of these bands are really old. But nevertheless, they've had an album in 2019. Now, so this goes out to all of you people out there complaining about there's nothing good new anymore. I'm going to listen to Pink Floyd because uh, nothing new is good. Well, you know, it was you who inspired me to do this because yes. you're always saying this. No one listens to new music, and that's why they go see Ozzy. Yes. So they don't listen to new music. And you know, I was yes. like, I'm going to listen to new music this year. Yeah. And, that's why and I, I was like, well, let's just do a top, uh, well, ended up being top 20. Yes. Uh, since I'm, you know. Stuff. Just absorbing all of these, this uh, new activity. Yes. The, the moral of this story today is that there's a lot of good new, uh, well, sorry, new albums out there, not new bands, but new albums. And a lot, yeah, and, and I think we're going to realize that a lot of them sound old, but that's not a crime, really. I mean, we can compare it with contemporary music today. Uh, there's a lot of contemporary metal that sounds cutting edge, and I don't know, I, I, I call me a boomer, but it's not that good. Like, if you listen to Liquid Metal or something like that... Um, I'd say a lot of the stuff on there is like cutting edge, right? And um, it's just not very good to me, you know. Like the the metal core or the death core that's out well, there right now. We're also just at our hearts mouth breathers. Yeah, really. we're not sophisticated people. Not really. We don't have sophisticated tastes. I don't think that people listening to and the metal are. We can discuss though. at the end. I think um, some of our the, what is lacking on our list that's on a lot of a lot of other people's lists. That kind of betrays how <laughs> we're just cave people over here. Yeah. But um, no, this is what this is what we deem. Yeah. Um, this is what we found. I mean, obviously, a lot of people have their lists out there. A lot of the, the um, big publications have their lists. And there's two bands that seem to top of nearly everyone's list. And what are those bands? We're, let's get that at the end. All right, let's we'll, talk about that. Okay, we'll talk about All that right. later. Okay, let's start this playlist then, right? We have yes. very little time. Well, first. There's okay. so much to talk about. I had so. a disclaimer that I wanted to say. Here we go. At the very beginning here. Um, bands were evaluated as I heard them or found them via Spotify. Uh, bands not on Spotify, I'm sorry. I could not I could not incorporate you because that's where my playlists were. Right. That's my how I listen to music right. mainly. I know there's a lot of shit on Bandcamp yeah. that doesn't make it on Spotify. Yeah, not everyone's streaming, I'm not, obviously. I'm just not cult enough to... <laughs> yeah, we can't go there. And neither have you people. None of you people I am lazy, okay? I put a lot of work in this, but I'm lazy, yeah. so I'm... No, 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 that's, that's, um... That's you think your, that's reasonable? No, yeah, to, to hunt down everyone on Bandcamp. Some people aren't even on Bandcamp, obviously. Like, some, like... Listen, the know, real cult people, okay... Cavalt. They, they found the Bandcamp shit. Anyway. That's, that's, um, hard work. I mean, you gotta go through Metallium and <laughs> No then, one's paying me for this, so... Yeah. Like, to do that, you're gonna have to go through Metallium and then go from there. It's, it's a big kind of circle of a lot of research. And who's doing that? Like, I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone... Okay. 
was doing that. People are doing that. Go read like the Toilet of Hell blog. Okay, yeah. If you go down the Toilet of Hell, but the main, the major publications like us, um, <laughs> you know, we're up there with Metal Sucks and, and Loudwire. We love Corey Taylor, and uh, you know, if you see their list, and we'll talk about that later, um, they they haven't tried very hard. Okay, but the second consideration is uh, aside from Spotify was that you had to be legit metal bands and. We have chosen as the arbiter of what is metal is the Encyclopedia Metallum, or the Metal Archives. Yeah, there. Um, it might be a little bit arbitrary, a little bit controversial to give them that much power. If you haven't um, looked at that site, um, you should have been for the past twenty years. You should have been looking at it. Um, whoever is, the guys that are doing that site, we have to give them a lot of credit. For. But and the plus side of that is that they do not consider metalcore or new metal to be metal. They are the authority. So that saved me from having to listen to a lot of shit. I'm proud to say my band, Holy Enema from the 90s, is on there. We're metal. (laughs) True metal. True metal. They found us. We didn't ask them. They found us. On the downside, there are some bands that they don't consider metal. For a large part of the year, they didn't have Idle Hands. So at the very last minute here, I got to put Idle Hands on because Idle Hands is now... Honored within the halls, they the hallowed halls. probably of, had a major board meeting about that at the last minute. <laughs> well, that's happening all the time on that site. They have forums where you can make your case. That okay. Should be oh, so they're talking to everyone. So they're the best. There was an evaluation that happened at some point this year. It was probably a serious business. After the album came out, because I, I went there when I it came out, I went and yeah. checked, and like, they weren't on there. I was, all like, that? I was like, I could see how they're, they're not considered metal, mm-hmm. but... I guess they, you know, they toy with King Diamonds. <laughs> yeah, a lot of well, a lot of people that toy with King Diamond are not metal. He's, That's true. He doesn't care about metal. He's Uncle Acid, I don't think, is on there, which is legitimate. Yeah. But another another example, since Idle Hands is not valid, like Cadaver had an album this year, and they're not metal. Um, yeah, I guess not. I mean, they're, they're definitely more like, like, psychedelic a, rock, like a stoner rock. And but the Encyclopedia they didn't not, consider them, they does like, not consider them metal, no. Like, their latest stuff has some pretty heavy riffs. I mean, if you look, their they're older heavy. albums are definitely not metal, but they've gotten heavier, I Trust would say. me, I'm sure you can find but, a thread yeah. on the site talking about Cadaver. I mean, yeah, like I, for me, I would just group them in with everything. I wouldn't say, like, you guys aren't metal. But there's a lot of, like, like is Uncle Acid metal? Not really. Could we put that I on? think, I don't think Cadaver's metal. Anyway, but... Plus, I didn't have to listen to Tool or Slipknot. Yes. So witches, thank you, um, Encyclopedia Metallum. Tool and Slipknot and sometimes Ramstein is topping everyone. All right, list. let's go. Okay. Let's start. What do we got here? Let's start. What's this first band? Very fittingly, we will start at number 20. This band is called... Skeletor! <laughs> and this album is called Cyber Metal. Right. So Samantha was for a while was calling it Skeletor. She couldn't accept that it was Skeletor. But it's Skeletor. I was joking. That's, that says Skeletor. Skeletor. <laughs> they might get sued by He-Man. All right. This is a, as you can hear, heavy metal bands uh, out of Seattle, Washington. Seattle. And this is their fifth album. They're not newcomers. How popular are these guys? They're not very popular. They are in the sub-basement. I kind of judge popularity by monthly listeners on Spotify, and they've got like 1,800. That's, that's, that's not the worst. That is absolutely not the I worst mean, on this list. My band is worse than but, that, but, you know, this we're, is we're not trying as hard three. as these guys. So this song is called Cast Iron. It's, it's about the glory of metal, Yeah, this is um, which I think is a great way to start this playlist. This is for real. This is very Judas Priest. Very, doing very man of war in spirit. Yeah, definitely love some man of war without the without but the kitty porn. Sure. These guys are fucking nerds. Yeah. Uh, they've got uh, this is this is a band with a song about Akira and the Highlander. Yeah, they have songs about you know uh, uh, Christopher but, Lambert and Akira comics. Yeah, that's pretty fucking nerdy, man. 
and a, lot of, a number of songs about metal and the glory of metal. I've got a song about a hammer. A hammer. There's a lot of hammers <laughs> in, you know. But it's metal. all like this. It's all very exciting. It's all uh, very passionate. They're yeah. very uh, sincere people. Yeah. And they're, they're not from Europe. They're from Seattle. Seattle. They sound like they're applying for a Euro pass. The Seattle scene is back, guys. I think there's, Get that uh, there are only out. there there are only Seattle. Get the flannel out. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what do you think of this? Uh, yeah, this is uh, top notch. Um, like I said, this is a band that sound that uh, that authentically sounds old. It did like if I heard this, I would think it's from like 1984, for real. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't have a question about it. like a lot of times you could tell like they don't they don't have like like maybe the production value sounds too good. But no, these guys have it all down. They have every bass covered. And, this guy um, sounds like Skeletor. Yeah, Skeletor. <laughs> all right. Hey, man. Let's move on. That was number 20, Skeletor. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Okay. You all know these guys. These guys are pretty popular, I would say. This is? Uh, this is Enforcer. With their new album, Zenith. Zenith. Like the television that they used to make. Now, this, this song we're playing currently is called Searching For You. And this sounds, if you're familiar with Enforcer, they're pretty big. This is their fifth album. Uh, has a heavy yeah, metal so band. They've been around for a while. They've had, some, they've had some hits. Yeah. Um, but on this album, they went a little bit of plan, which we yeah, move on to this song. Yeah, they're heading for that. We'll enjoy a new side of Enforcer. Yeah, they're, they're doing like a mean hair metal. This is the only band brave enough to, to go hair metal. Yeah, but they're right doing now. it like without like the stupidness of hair metal. They're doing it like, like with a lot more edge. But but the look of hair metal. I mean, you, you guys were at the, uh, the the show. A lot of you guys out there were at the show um, in Clifton where they played. Tremendous show. Great the show, yeah. Tremendous. They did a great job. Yeah. From Sweden, of course. These guys are 100% Europass, but. But not like no no they're not actually Europass because Europass is and we'll talk about Europass another day. But Europass is when you you kind of like I think these guys know what they're doing like they know the sound again. You know it's not like where King Diamond is doing it. He's like what? Like these they guys need are a Europass. Yeah, they're not like what? They're like no, this is what we're doing. Skeletor needs a Europass. Yeah. Even though they're not from Europe, but yeah. these guys don't. Yeah, these guys know what they're doing. Anyway, this song has a lot of really strong songs. Like this one, I think this is a great song. Yeah. Um, there are food clunkers though, which is why it's clocking in all the way down at number 19. Yeah. And I don't see it on really anyone else's list this year. Uh, I don't, yeah, the guys are fairly popular. I mean, they're I up there in the tours. Not, they're just not hyped enough. Yeah, I mean, they're touring with all the big bands right now. They're on a tour I don't with know, they, what? They like toured with Warbringer. Waste, uh, yeah. They toured with, yeah, they toured with Miserable Waste and they're touring yeah, with uh, Toxic right Holocaust. Yeah. They're, I think that's over. Uh, sure, yeah, they just did that, which is a pretty big tour. Yeah. But. So. Yeah, I'm into this shit. Yeah, this is great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I first heard. I, I believe I put these guys on another episode on the um, Bjorn Too Late. The Bjorn Too Late they are episode. Bjorn Too Late. 100%. Yeah, and absolutely. I was like, this is an example of a Swedish band, and, and a lot of the metal today obviously is coming out of Sweden. If you look at the metal map, you know, that I saw on Heavy Metal Buddies plugging the plugging you guys, uh, the metal map. Um, very, you know, a lot of bands are obviously coming from Sweden. A huge this number of bands. This won't be our only Swedish band tonight, yeah. by any by any means. Wow, which is weird. But which is crazy. Let's move on to our continent. Back to our continent, not our country, for something completely different. Now, this band's a very small band. I don't even know how I found this band. This looks like a black metal. This band is called Nocturnal Departure. I, I didn't say this sounds like black metal. I'm like, this looks like a black metal. Yeah, I put little pictures up here from Maledictus yes, to look at. Like, yeah, they've, they've got candles. They've got a, like a, a armored glove. They're holding a chain. 
These guys are serious. They're from uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. This is what's happening in Winnipeg. From Winnipeg, the, the Osmonds and these guys. And this album is called Cathartic Black Rituals. And it is their first album, debut offering, and they are doing some old school sure, black, this black is metal so and black metal. the punk kind of black metal. Yeah, it's like early not, 90s black metal. Not the atmospheric shit, you know. Yeah, this is um, Stab You 50 Times black metal. Yes, they, I'm sure they live into that, but... um. This I, I did. I did. Google them. I didn't find. Unlike Varg, Varg is like holding a spike, but these guys are holding candles. Maybe they're a little more spiritual. They're, you know, well, you know, he's got an axe there. Yeah, <laughs> but the candles, you know, they kind of take take it down a little bit. But, you know, I don't this know. song is called Dismal Existence. I was debating using this song or a different, another song on the album called Morbid Existence. Dismal. That sounds kind of emo. Dismal. Existence. Actually, no. This dismal is morbid. Morbid existence. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. They, yeah, I was like dismal. That doesn't sound right. Morbid no, existence. No, this is. There's two songs on the album. Oh, there's two different ones. Sorry, that's the wrong one there. Oh, that's complicated. Anyway, these guys are very small. So, those are very specific things. If you if you live in Winnipeg and you listen to metal, I'm sure you know them. I heard in Winnipeg there's like um, American in oh, Native American gangs. That's like the, the kind of gangs they have up there. Anyway, this yeah. song this sounds uh, very uh, consistent. That, that has nothing to do. A lot with of it this. sounds like this. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge black metal person, but yeah. I just couldn't, I, like I couldn't kind of. throw it away. You know. I like this kind of black metal. And there's a lot of black metal I threw away this year, so I'm gonna give it to these guys. Gonna give them a plug. At their sub 1,000 listens a month. Guys, okay, I, sh- I think they're my... They're in the sub-basement, I would say four. They're digging a hole into a new sub-basement. Yeah, they're like down there. Uh, I think my band actually has more listeners than these guys. <laughs> we very well might. So Nocturnal Departure, everyone. Click on them. By the way, my band is back together. All right. Just so you know. <laughs> Let's move on to an even smaller band. We should be on this. You didn't re- release an album. Uh, we okay. kind of did. It was a, it was no, you didn't. You released an EP, and I didn't count EPs. No EPs. No EPs. No EPs. Okay, we no gotta EPs. we gotta drop. drop What's going on with this? This is an even smaller band. Wow. This band is called Soul Grinder, and this album is called The Prophecy of Blight. They are kind of a thrashy, yeah. speedy speed metal band from Portland. Portland, Oregon. There's a lot of bands coming from. I don't know, you know, it takes, it's very difficult for me to take bands from Portland, Oregon seriously, because I don't know if they're serious. Like, I've been there, and I've seen, like, what they're doing. Look at this, look at this lady here. She's fucking serious. Yeah, well, you know, in a Joel Grind kind of way. You know, like, anyway. everyone's doing the Joel, like, I'll, I'll give Joel Grind credit, but, like, everyone else after Joel Grind, I don't know, I don't want to take them too seriously. So this band is really small. This is their first album. We definitely and- have more listeners than these guys. <laughs> We but definitely do. I really like this album. I think it's got a, a fun, unique sound. There's a lot of fucking thrash that came out this year. And I had a lot to weed through, and these guys stuck around. I think because of this podcast, these guys will be touring with High on Fire next year. Because of us. <laughs> well, you know, High on Fire lives in Portland now. Oh, really? Of, of course. Yeah. Of course he does. Um, of course you do, Matt Pike. I guess Oakland got too expensive for him. Yeah, he's like, I can't live in Oakland anymore. Um... I love this this lady's vocals. The really, really mean, evil sound. Yeah, yeah, she's got really um, gross she's sounding. Uh huh. And I, I, I hope these guys make it. Yeah, you know? yeah, it'll be because of us. Um, it'll be us. We did it. I bet you Matt Pike knows who these guys are. I'm hopefully he does. But um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm very skeptical about people from Portland. Don't be. I'm well, skeptical. We have. We're not, not done with Portland. Not about this next guy, let's, though. Let's move on. You're not skeptical. No, this, this guy invented it. This Who guy is this? Is this? This is Toxic Holocaust. 
I think they started that metal thing over there, that revival, important specifically. Uh, Joel Grind's like the one-man guy. He's been doing this thing this by is himself. This album, Final Future. He has a good album. 2019. This, this new thing he did. Sixth album. Cool cover there. I Song's like called Time's Edge. Yeah. And in case you didn't know, this is some one-man black thrash. He does it himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does it. I mean, he's got people who, you know, play with him. Yeah, he tours does. all yeah. the time. Yeah. But, yeah, he's a... Renowned for you know being the mastermind. Yeah, he's got a good amount of listeners. He's touring with everyone right now. He's he's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and fairly popular. This is our most popular uh, yeah. thing we've talked about today. Yeah, I'd say Joel's a pioneer. I mean, he's doing this for the last what, like twenty years, I think, like at least. Like he's, yeah, about yeah. He's been doing like he's been doing he's been doing like the revival thrash thing before it was cool. So yeah, you, you know you have to give Joel Grind credit. This album, time. it's down here. It's at number sixteen. We should be counting out here. Sixteen. It's not that high. It's it's pretty. You yeah, know, well, their stuff generally always sounds the same. I mean, it it's, does. it's always it consistent. It sounds the same. If you like Toxic Holocaust, you're fucking. Yeah, definitely he's not going to do like anything. Album. Though this sounds like less aggressive than like you know some of the other songs I've heard, but still, it's yeah. the same idea. He, you know, but he's he's treading the same path. He's yeah. doing he's doing his thing. Yeah. Joel Grind does his thing. Yeah. He's, he's very reliable. He's got that artwork. He's always got that cool retro artwork. I like how he does that. I do really like this song, but yeah. this album didn't really stick with me the way. But I'm definitely, definitely judging a little bit harsher because you know this isn't like you know one of the little bands like we just talked about. It's, yeah. it's Toxic Holocaust. His songs aren't that memorable. You're not so. gonna like. They're not gonna really uh, make a dent. Nuke the Cross. Yeah, yeah Nuke the Cross is the one I always remember. You know, <laughs> yeah. like that's you know, like even even like Wild Dogs. Yeah. Like even the guys in my band like Nick Cross. They know the song. You know, it's yeah, should cover song. that. We should. We should totally cover Nick Cross. An older song. All right, let's move on. This is a good song, though. Like, this is the thing. It's like this album. It doesn't like stick in my mind, but when I listen to it, it's good and I yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. So I think that's why it's so low. Yeah, he's consistent. I mean, he's not going to do anything groundbreaking. Anyway, onward. More from Portland. This is The Witcher. This is Witcher. The album. What is that? What does that word say? Hexenkrieg. This is the song Hexenkrieg. Hexenkrieg. I don't know what that means. This is the album Under the Witching Cross. This is our second album. That's like War of like the Witches or something. And this is more black trash speed metal yeah. from Portland. Yeah. But this album is really I, fun. I think Portland has a sound, and Joel Grind invented it, and these guys are all kind of doing it. You know? Yeah. I, you had some issues with the sound, but I, I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, I wasn't like, you know, I was like, eh. I listened to it a couple of times. I was like, eh. I think, I thought it was really fun. You know. I believe them that they're evil. Evil. No one from Portland's evil. <laughs> no one from Portland's evil. Um, Listen, they had it too damn nice there, okay? I think this band is going to take off, too. Like, they're kind of like they're coming up right now. Yeah, that's, not, think, that's not a lot of listeners there. No, but I think they're, you know, they toured their, I think we missed them opening for somebody. Yeah, they were actually. This. Okay. They and, like that. Yeah. But, you know, they're, they're a touring band at this point. Yeah, they're like, a, they're, like a, they're like an opening band. They're like, you know, the first band on. But I think they're really fun. I think this kind of music is coming up. Yeah, um, a lot of bands coming out of Portland doing this. You know, if we lived in Portland, we'd just, I, you know, I would think, you know, as a band, I would just have it, have it made. Like how I don't know, there's more competition. No, but there's a lot of people you know, available, though, because there's a scene. There's only one album from the East Coast on this list. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Anyway, but let's move out of Portland. Listen to Bewitcher, everybody. It's yeah, a great it's like, album. It's not number 15 here, but that's just, I don't know. Yeah, because so think, much more. 
they're gonna do they're gonna do even better shit. They're, some of them was a bit messy. Uh, not every song is as good as this one, but still great album, a lot of fun. Next, Diabolic Night, Beyond the Realm. This is some more black thrash speed metal. If you can't tell, we have some genre biases here, and this yeah. is the kind of music. Well, that's what a lot of people are doing right now. Um, I, I think it's safe to say, like the doom scene is kind of going down. Yeah, and that and well, you could just tell by what's going on at Psycho. I only this had year. one doom album on my short yeah. list, and it didn't make the final. Yeah, cut. doom's not like there wasn't a lot of doom albums last year. But um, let's talk about that event. We're talking about Diabolic Night right now. Diabolic Night. Um, so this the is realm. their debut album. Um, this song is called Crescent Moon Rise. And I'm pretty sure the vocalist for this band is also in the band, Vol- the German thrash band Vulture, which also had a very interesting release this year, which I listened to a lot. But I actually think Vulture's a, a bit more of an established band than this one, but I like the sound better. It's like the side project. I don't know if it's just, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe he left Vulture. <laughs> But yeah, he's this. I mean, this sounds exactly like the guy in Vulture, but I think he's going by a slightly different pseudonym, so they're not like hooked up on the metal archives. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's got a have two personalities. But that Vulture album is pretty good. But this album is pretty is this, solid. Is this just two guys? I don't know. It, could it might just be two guys. I mean, that. Yeah, maybe it's just like a guitar player and a drummer. Another, another, you know, very decent offering, um, and I, I've seen them on a number of lists as well. So I think they're just kind of coming up out of nowhere too. Yeah. Maybe on the strength of this guy's connection to another already established yeah, band. Yeah, like, you know, kind of like the, but, the spirit of drift effect. Listening to this, like you can definitely tell, this is made by people who Jones. are not doing their actual first album, but this is the first album by this band. Yeah, they're just doing another thing. All right, let's move on to something completely, completely different. These guys are pretty big. They're touring. They're, they're fairly big, yes. This, this is, is Haunt. Haunt. Their album, If Icarus Could Fly. It's only their second album, which I, I I, didn't even know. I thought they were older, but they sound really fucking good for a yeah. band on their sophomore These effort. guys are coming up really fast. They're one of those bands that are coming up really fast. Just listen to those guitar licks, man. Yeah, they're doing the retro thing. They're, they're like as if like you know someone like Tower was really popular. I mean, they're really good musicians, though. Yeah, they're one of those. Yeah, a lot of those. <laughs> These guys are really good at their guitar, and yeah, they've got those like twin guitar. There's a lot uh, of bands like that in California that are good. You know, these young kids are good. At their, it's, you know, my generation, we're not very good at our guitars. Um, yeah, they're probably pretty young. But they also have a very distinctive sound of like, you know, there's a lot of bands doing heavy metal, just traditional heavy metal right now, and these guys have their own sound, which is normal. Yeah, his voice is very, I don't like his voice, but it's very unique. Yeah, it's not quite to my taste. Yeah, it's kind um, of whiny, but um, it's, it's unique. You know this band. My only criticism of this album is that like, a lot of the songs are kind of just have this very same structure. They have like that like very signature guitar lick intro yeah, that, he's, he's that's almost, really good. Um, they're almost doing like a Megadeth thing in a way. You know, that like kind a lighter, of less yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah less angry. They're not, yeah. they're not mean at all. Yeah, less angry. These guys are like... He's not snarling. More thoughtful. But it reminds me of Megadeth a bit. No, no snarling. about Icarus. Yeah, this is like maybe, nerdy. Maybe they're looking more towards Maiden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. There's definitely a lot of Maiden influence in this. Yeah. Same about mythology and stuff. But anyway, this is a very strong album. Yeah, a lot of people Recommends. are... Uh, we are number 13, by the way, if you're counting. 13. So let's go on to 12. Now. 12. Now these guys, lowest creature. You probably haven't heard of these guys. Uh, 
Um, you probably think I haven't heard of these guys. Um, this is from the Sacrilegious Pain album. Um, track also Sacrilegious Pain. It's the first album. What about these guys? Well, if you couldn't tell, this is some crossover. Yeah, that's a thing. And this is not actually Power Trip. <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't Power Trip. <laughs> it, they're called Lotus Cruiser. If you look at the picture, they look like Power Trip. And it really sounds like Power Trip. But yeah, here's the guys, thing. Uh, there's a number of crossover albums that came out this year, and they yeah. all sounded to some degree like Power Trip. Sure. And this one sounds the most like Power Trip. I think of. They're from Sweden, by the way. Sweden. So, also the only crossover from Sweden I heard. But, um... These guys sound, are doing Power Trip so well, yeah. I think they're almost doing it better. Than they're doing that, like, mean, serious crossover, where someone like Iron Reagan or Municipal Waste is kind of, they have kind of comical But no, there them. was a number of other mean, serious, like, yeah, High Commands, uh, yeah, Enforced. Yeah, like, serious. Um, kind of going in that Power, like, yeah. power Trip route. But they they don't sound quite like Power Trip. These guys sound a lot like Power Trip. So why are they here? Well, for one, Power Trip doesn't have the most original sound anyway. No, Power Trip so didn't we're not gonna, that sound either. No, but and I think it's mostly that you know this vocal this vocalist just happens to sound a lot like Riley from Power Trip. Looks like him. Also looks like him. So maybe it's they're the separated at birth. He's wearing a Slayer shirt too. Come on. <laughs> but um, this album is really good. Like if you, I love Power Trip, so I'm like, wow, these guys sound like Power Trip. Yeah. And I love. Yeah, if you like to hear um, another band that sounds like a band you're like, you're probably going to be into them. You're probably going to be like, oh, you know, like, I like these guys. Honestly, if these guys, like, if it wasn't just always in my mind, like, wow, they sound like Power Trip, like, this probably would have been my top five. Like, that's how good this album is. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're, God, they're even doing, he's even doing, like, wow. Yeah, he, the vocal style is, like, really. You guys just, just fight like, each other, man. <laughs> you fight. I don't know how we win. But listen, I love the vocal style, so maybe we should just embrace having two power trips. Yeah. I mean, one guys, of them's called Lowest Creature. Look, even this guy looks like he's in power trip. I know. They even got, like, you know, like the... And maybe that guy looks like a guitarist from Tower Trip, you <laughs> Except know? he's blonde. Yeah. Like, they do... I don't know who would win in a fight. I think they would just both lose. <laughs> <laughs> they would just both beat, 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 beat themselves up. Because these guys are from Sweden, so they're not very tough. And, uh, you know, um, I don't what know. What about the Viking team? Power Trip doesn't look very tough either. I mean, No, know. they don't look tough. So, but yeah, they do have Texas, so they, they got the Texas thing going, so I don't know. So, like, maybe the lowest creature could reach into their Viking jeans, and the Power Trip could reach their Texas, Texas roots, which and they'll still they get beat a fight themselves out of that somehow. I don't know. All right, let's Crazy. move on. Craziness. We're staying in Scandinavia, Norway. Norway. Who is this? This is In Coulter, whatever I that think, means. Okay, we gotta we gotta wait. This song I think takes oh, a yeah, little bit one to of those, start. It's one of those slow so starts. So get ready, everybody. But that's a, very, a payoff. It's a good payoff. Yeah, that's a very retro thing to do a slow starter like that. I believe this is the opening track on the album. Have some sound effects in the beginning of your song. This album is called Fatal Visions, and this is their second album, so a pretty new band. Deep in the sub basements. The track is called Open the Tombs. Some more Black Thrash. Black we thrash. love Black Thrash yeah. over here. People are doing Black Thrash. But this is a really good Black Thrash album. It made it all the way up to where we at. Number 11. 11. Almost into the top 10, everyone. You can combine, like, two genres now like that. Well, that's, that's happened for a long time, Black Thrash. Joel Grind's been doing Black Thrash for 20 years. Yes, he has. But, you know, he and goes I don't think he like invented that. it either. He goes a little I bit think I the... think you could trace it back to, like, Or Noir in, like, the 90s. Yeah, I guess he could you, could. you could say he's a guy that does that. Yeah, I mean he's doing a little bit of like you know hardcore too. There's a little bit of that in there, but yeah, you know it's a little bit crossover too. But he's all over that anyway. Um, so what about these guys? They don't have <laughs> a lot. Norway. 
Yeah, they don't have They're up and coming, hopefully. Not a lot of people. No, they're in the sub-basement. Sub-basement yeah. number three. They're so one below us. We're, we're doing you a lot of effort out there for all you guys that think Tool is the best band ever. <laughs> um, we, you know, we're doing, um, we're finding bands that you should maybe be, you know, checking out. There's, you know, there's, like I said, there's music out there. You just have to find it. Um, not everything is on liquid metal. Not everything is on WSOU. All that stuff is utter garbage, actually. Yes, I said it. In case you're not getting it from this song, this is a very solid Black Thrash album if you're into yeah. that sort of thing. I highly recommend In Coulter. I think might be the top. Their, their band is really called Ann Coulter. <laughs> That's what they're called. Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter is like, <laughs> Their band is called In Coulter. I-N-C-U-L. You guys are like Satan worshippers. No affiliation with any and right-wing pundits. She got mad at them. She, she was like, I'm going to fear you guys. All right, let's move on. And Coulter, highly recommend. And Coulter. All right, top ten. We're moving on top yeah. ten here. Okay. Who do we got? All right, if you Who haven't heard this? of these guys, then you're under a rock. These guys are the biggest thing in death metal right now. No doubt. These guys are huge. This is Gay Creeper uh, from the Deserted album with Sweltering Madness. The song is called Sweltering Madness. This is their second album. It's only their second album. Would you I believe mean, these guys are from Arizona? It's amazing how much hype is around these guys. Huge! We saw this guy, a psycho, with his stupid mustache. We saw him just walking around. He was just attending. He was just attending. He wasn't playing. He was just there. And I was like, oh yeah, that's the guy from, that was the guy from Gatekeeper. Um, I saw these guys once. They opened for Toxic Holocaust and um, Nails, whatever happened to Nails. Um, they come back next year. And that's the first time I discovered them. And I'm like, and, and not knowing anything about these guys when I saw them, I was like, but this is... I was like, that was pretty good. I was like, I was like, that was death metal. I was like, people are doing death metal again. That's that's how I always discover things. I'm like, I go to a show and I'm like, that, they're doing that again. And I was like, wow, that's pretty good. And you know, when I was doing a show once and I saw some kid wearing a Gatekeeper shirt, I'm like, whoa, Gatekeeper, these guys are pretty big. Cause you know, like 20 year old kids are wearing their shirts. I think they made a deal. With the devil. Because this album and also uh, Spirit of Drift, which you didn't know, uh, they're also, mostly members of Gay Creeper as well, yeah. is also making everybody which, which is very different, um, very different kind of band. It's like a traditional heavy metal band. I don't band. like them at all. They're all, they're fine. They're just like not, I don't think they're that great. Yeah. Anyway, this album, at first I was like, I didn't really like it that much. You know, yeah. it's got melodic, a lot of melodic elements that they're introducing. You know, definitely taking. Yeah, it's they're, got. They're branching out on um, this album. They're really borrowing from the old Swedish sound, but that, but that, especially with that guitar tone, they're doing that like the chainsaw sound. But here's the thing: is like the sound is all over the map on this album. Yeah, they're doing it like a lot like of they're just stuff. taking whatever the fuck they want. Like, yeah, I think that's why people. They want. I think that's why people like it because it's more than just death metal. It's not just brutal death metal. It's like got like a melodic feel. It's got like things that people could get into. I would also say this is definitely the most accessible death metal album, and I listen to a lot yeah. of fucking death metal this year. Yeah, it is. That's why I've been like The most guys. accessible death metal album, yeah. and the more I listen to it, the more I liked it. Yeah, these guys are just on their way up. I'm surprised they only have 51,000 listens. It's going up every day, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm surprised it's only at that. Yeah, these guys are from Arizona, of all places. Um, not, a lot of, not a lot of people coming from out of Arizona, you know? I was kind of impressed when I heard that. I was like, this guy's from Arizona. I must say, you always make, make fun of the mustache, the mustache. guy. Mustache. He's got... But he, I, I do really enjoy his uh, vocal delivery. Yeah, he's uh, he's also a bass player. He plays bass for Spirit of Drift. Yep. But, you uh, saw them in a small room. Yeah. And nobody even... You know, no one was even that crazy about it. 
Well, it was Jersey City. Nobody cares about metal in Jersey City. Yeah, so. they had played St. Vitus before. Yeah, if they played St. Vitus, everyone, <laughs> That's like a suck. everyone fucking go crazy. All right. Gabe Creeper, you probably already knew about this album, and we're agreeing with you that it was good. Yeah, you all know it was good. You all like them. Let's move on. They're on everyone's list, pretty much. To who I mentioned before. I don't have The band that snuck in at the literal last moment after being blessed yep. by the Metal Archives. Yeah, these guys are, you know, a kind of band that King Diamond likes, so they're probably not very heavy. Idle Hands with their album Mana. Mana. That means like magic when you're in D&D and stuff. And you're like in a D&D game. The blue, that's the blue meter. The red meter is your health. The blue meter is your mana. Even on the uh, album like cover. Like on Diablo or like, like on Skyrim. Yeah. Cupping mana within their hands. Yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's like exactly from, yeah, yeah that's mana right there. This is their first real album. I believe they had one EP before. Just this. one album. got a lot of hype. These guys, I don't, these guys are so hyped. Yeah. Um, but I think it's worth it. This is... Number nine, by the way, uh, this is uh, heavy metal slash goth metal. Yeah, this is definitely goth metal. Um, this reminds me of maybe like um, that Portuguese band. Um, that, why can't I remember their name? Um, their name escapes me. I sound like an idiot. But yeah, they're definitely doing the goth. They, they, I hate to say they, they, they sound a little bit like Volbeat. <laughs> the singer doesn't sound like the guy. I'm not saying he's not, but the singer is a little bit Volbeat-y. Um, do not do not speak those do words. Do not speak those those terrible words. Those blasphemous words. Um, I don't know. Uh, and where are these guys from? Uh, they are from Portland, but they're not doing that Portland thing. Look, this picture. They have There's a picture of up here we by that bridge. Under that bridge. We know where they are. Yeah, by that park over there. <laughs> um, but um, Jesus, why can't I remember that Portuguese band? But they remind me of that. Uh, comment anyway, down this below. Al- this album's great. It's got a lot of you know. It's really evocative. Like they're like they've got a song about like. Suicide. It's really like yeah. This is they're just um, like so sad, and they have a song about a dragon. They're like dragon, why do you cry? And why it's do you like cry, dragon? the dragon's like I'm not real or this something. These guys play a lot of Skyrim, and these guys are seriously playing a lot of Skyrim. No joke. And we'll see them this year. We missed them because we got we came late to the uncle. The, the, yeah, and then Uncle Acid uh, played, played, played a lousy show. set. Uncle Acid no, played it was a fine. Set. I wanted to hear new songs. It was Damn fine. It. Anyway, this is. This is such a solid album. Just, it's really catchy. It's I, I can't imagine disliking it. Like, hold on, this is killing me. <laughs> song is called "Give Me to the Night." In case you couldn't tell. Yeah, these guys kind of remind me of either someone like I don't know, like Anathema or something, or or even like Edge of Sandy a little bit, like. You know, that kind of very melodic, gothy kind of thing. But they're definitely doing that. I, hold on, people. I need to. All right. Well, let's move on. One second. <laughs> if people are listening, they're like, it's this band, goddammit. A Portuguese band? Yes. I'm looking. Well, okay. We're, we've moved on. Okay. I'm going to get this, though. This band, number eight, is called Obsequiae. 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 And this album is called the palms of sorrowed kings. Where is this from? What country guys, in Europe could this possibly have originated from? from I, wait, let me guess. These guys are from Finland. I thought it was France because some of the, oh. the song titles are French, but no. This is when I saw this, I literally laughed out loud. This is they're from Minneapolis, Minnesota. There's only like been one other metal band from there ever. These guys they're, need a Euro pass so hard, but they're from Minnesota. Yes, no one's ever from from Minnesota. And what genre is this? These guys are 
or uh, melodic black mel- metal. Melodic black metal. I that's guess that's what people call them. Honestly, they're, uh, they're doing like the um, the dance one thing. I As think. someone who's familiar with a lot of early music and Renaissance music, yeah, they have a they clearly know their Renaissance music. Yeah, they they're, they're actually playing like they actually have like a harpist in the band. Okay, so yeah, they're definitely watching like they're definitely like going. Are, to see Richie Blackmore when he comes yes, through town. they are 100%. Sure. Like, he probably won't let them play with them. They probably get kicked out of the red yeah, fair like, for scaring the, the children. You guys? Because they do have, like, a kind of a black metal vocal. Yes. Um, but they clearly know their early music. Yes, for sure. Yeah, these guys are definitely... Maybe anyway. kind of dressed... Like, probably go on stage yeah. looking like um, medieval peasants. I will say, this is by far the most sophisticated pick on this album. And it's not usually in my kind of taste to listen to this, but when I after I first heard it, and I honestly I only started listening because this album art is incredible. I love, I yeah, love this album cover. Yeah, they're going for that. Like, yeah, it's just it's just like a castle, like an abandoned castle. Yeah, like, they're really. I into guess it looks a little pretentious, but Moonspell, by the way. I just I listened to this uh, this album and I feel with peace. It's very. It's, it's got these great interludes too that I like somehow. Yeah, they're good. And like, it sounds to me like just like Swedish like melodic stuff to me. Let me turn this back on. Moonspell. Moonspell, by the way. The Portuguese band, Moonspell. Oh, okay. Moonspell. Moonspell. Definitely a gothy metal. For some reason, I thought you were saying Moonfog. Moonspell. No, not that. The label. Yeah, I have. No. Anyway, if this is. If this song is at all appealing to you and you're feeling stressed out at night. This is not my speed at all. I just don't like it at all. This is a very peace-inducing album for me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like complicated stuff. I'm like, whatever, dude. I'm not into it. Well, this is the only thing like this on this list. Yes, I, I would not put this on the list, but <laughs> at all. By the way, that was number eight. All right, number seven. This band is um, Rom Ram. Ram. I think, you know, they're from um, Sweden. Um, this album is called The Throne Within. The track is called The Trap. Um, this this band reminds me a lot of um, Judas Priest. Oh yeah, this is some pretty serious priest worship here. Yeah, I mean his vocals. I mean this this song even has like a theme of some '80s song. It's called the Trap. It's about like you know doing your nine to five job. You fall in the trap. But it seems like even a theme of like some '80s band. You know, like some kind of song that like Skid Row would do or something. You know, but um, this is their sixth album. Which yeah, so these guys I, are, Never heard of them before right. I found this so album. So six before. album. These guys are only at forty five hundred listens. So like everyone's been ignoring these guys. I don't know why. This is like so. This album is so solid. Yeah, like, it really is. I I listen to a lot of heavy traditional new wave heavy metal albums yeah. this year. There must be. This is the highest one. There must be one. so much stuff going on in Sweden that so many of these bands fall through the cracks. The only reason why we're hearing about these bands is because anyone could just put their stuff on Spotify. That is the only reason we're finding these guys. And somehow it's being associated with a keyword search with someone else. Like, with a logarithm or whatever. I love like, this riff. Yeah, that's, that's a strong riff. That's a very, like, Richie Blackmore kind of like, bah, 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 bah. Got those, uh, those thick, uh, minor fourth chords. Uh, but... Yeah, yeah, we, you realize if it was sort of like 1984 and this was a new zone, we would have never. Of course, this probably would have done a lot better in 1984. Like some record label might have been like, "Hey, I like this," uh, but we would have never heard of this at all. There would be no way for us to hear about this unless we went to some small shitty bar in Gothenburg, Sweden. You know that. That's, I mean, you pro- can probably find them there, right? <laughs> that's really an amazing thing. And for all you bands out there, they're like, "No one cares about us." 
You have every opportunity. I will care about you. Yeah, you have every opportunity to get your stuff. If I randomly find you on Spotify, I will listen. Yeah. So put your stuff on Spotify. Like, like my band doesn't want to put their stuff on Spotify for some reason, kind of because they're boomers. But, you know. Um, that said, if your wife's metal listens to you and doesn't like you, we will tell you that. We usually, you know, there's this... The, the people I don't like, I, I usually have on the live show, right? <laughs> you know, I usually shit talk. This, this, the, 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 the um, purpose of this show is not really to shit talk bands. It's to say, hey, listen to these bands. Well, we usually are shit talking, but today we're celebrating. Yeah, I mean, I was fine with the shit talk something. But we're celebrating Ram. Yeah, these guys are good. Ram. I bet you they call themselves Ram. I can just picture them calling themselves Ram. I mean, that's how you say it in Swedish. Yeah, Ram. All right, let's move on. Let's transition here. Number six. This is... Coffins. Beyond the Circular Demise. This song is called Terminate by Own Prophecy. This is the fifth album by the Japanese death metal slash now, death folks, doom band. Now, look up what's... If you're bored, look up, like, look up this band and see everyone associated with them. Look up, like, follow bands like these guys, like Barbados. Um, there is a lot of really heavy shit going on in Japan. And these guys just, I think the Japanese just take it to the next level when they get into this stuff. They're like, they're so passionate about it. They just take it to this level we can't even understand. So, yeah, Japanese stuff, it, it, it's rarely like, oh, this isn't good. It's always like, damn, this is fucking good. And I think, you know, they're not giving the Tokyo scene but nearly enough credit. These guys are awesome. They've got their, you know... This is a very death metal album. I know these guys are known as Death Doom, but this album is very death metal, I would say more so. Yeah. Um, but it definitely has that, it brings in doom at some points and slows it down, kind of a mid-tempo, and then it slows down even further. Um, the production, they know what they're doing here. They're, yeah. they're in the basement, they're crunching bones in the basement. Yeah. You know, like Gate Creeper, you could say, was maybe a little Playing the small clubs. Yeah, well, at this point, Gate Creeper, you know, they're, I think so their second like, album, everyone, they were pretty big when they made the second album um but yeah something like these you know playing some the, the equivalent of um dingbats in tokyo you know yeah that's what like gatekeepers trying to be arena death metal yeah that's their goal they, they will be coffins doesn't give a shit about no, that they're, they're you know they're here's the doom it. here's the doom part of this song yeah that's kind of doomy yeah i really like death yeah. doom we got, got into death doom a bit this year yeah these guys are um you know, it's, it's got a grindcore-ness to it as well. Like really slow grindcore. Yeah, there's definitely a grindcore-ness to this. But, you know, it, yeah, it's, um, you know, very tuned down kind of thing going on. But these guys I mean, are new. And I mean, one thing about Doom, Doom is always, like, very clear lyrics usually, though. This is actually, yeah. we're going to call it that, we'll say this is the best Doom album here. Yeah, actually, no. Actually, yeah. no, I'll take it back. That's at our number two. Um, but yeah, you, these guys are pretty known. They're, you know, old school death metal is fucking on right now. And these guys have been doing it for yeah. a while. Yeah, they're doing like, they're almost even doing like, in a bit way, like a Morbid Angel sound there. You know, slow, you know, like with, with someone like, like with DSI would do, you know, like they kind of would do a, a slower part like this. I don't know if I would call this doom at all. It's a little, it's death doom. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a little just, that I mean, is a genre. I, I feel mean, like most Death Doom I've it, heard is a bit slower than this. Yeah, like it slows down, but... I'm not that familiar with all of Coffin's catalog. There's, there's nothing that doomy about that. Though. But I would say this album itself is, is more mid-tempo. It has some, like, slow breakdowns like that. But yeah, you know, it's very, uh... You know, it's a very consistent album. If you like this, you're gonna like the album. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's yeah. good. Coffin's. 
Listen to you, everybody. All right, I don't, I don't, top five. Top five. Top five. This one. Mystic. This is our biggest shout-out right here, Mystic. The, the album is called Mystic. This is a debut album from a Swedish traditional heavy metal band that I just cannot put down. Yeah. yeah is this traditional? Are, is this like speed metal? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing it's, like... It's um, pretty mean. Yeah, uh, she, you know, she kind of reminds me a little bit of like Jill Janis from, uh, from Huntress a little bit. But this is like more serious, though. This is like more like... I don't know, more like, has the means to be like a more uh, real band than, uh, say, someone like Huntress. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of, you know, think of like, you know, it, it's, I'm trying to just find something to compare this with, you know? I mean, I think they have, like, the, so- the sound is old, really old yeah, sounding. Yeah, it is. The production on this thing is, like, immaculate. Yeah, it's from, like, a different... Like a very uh, uh, intent. Uh, sorry, I, I'm totally missing the word here. This is very intentional. There we go. Yeah. Intentional production sound like a certain a certain kind of old. And the songwriting is great. There, there's a little bit of like, say like second or third, uh, maybe like third Manowar album in this, but it's a lot heavier though. It's a lot more aggressive. You know. And. I did. I didn't see that. You know, these people were involved with a lot of other projects. Like maybe one person on here had another project. So okay. It's surprising to me that this, like, they've got a very distinct sound. Yeah. Like this well, is not. This does not sound like a debut album, but it is. They're from you know that incestual Stockholm scene. So you know, there's uh, obviously, as you know, as it was in those death metal bands, there's a lot of crossover members. But <clears throat> I think these guys are coming up. They're playing at that Beyond the Gates festival that, if you know, we weren't moving this year, we'd probably be going to. Yes, Merc- the only and place you're going to see Merciful Fate. If you want to go to the best music festival this year, yeah. go to Bergen, Norway to yeah, see Beyond the Gates yeah. and catch Merciful Fate. Yeah, for all you know, you guys, I think um, Mer- Merciful Fate is going to play at Psycho. I don't know, it's going to be very tight. You know, we'll so. see. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of how these guys really sound like. I mean, it's like a familiar sound, but it's like hard to play. Yeah, why can't I put my finger on it? I'm like, it definitely it's like sounds... like a sound you've always known. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very distinctive sound. Comment down below if this sounds like something you know. How can you comment down below? All right. Number, Number four. Number four. Number four. It's our best friends. Yeah, these guys are just on a sort of meteoric rise. And it's more about them than their music. I mean, they have a look. They have a gimmick going on. It just this is, works. Who is this? This is Devil Master. Satan's bitch on Children of Light. Every one of you has this band on their list. Everyone has this band on their list somewhere. Even the fucking guy from Metal Sucks has this band on their list. Um, this, this is their second album. Yeah, so they... Um, what would you call their genre? Um, it, it's the, the reason why this is doing so well, because it's really... Like, it's actually original. Um, some call it... Surf punk. I mean, it definitely has. I, I think like, I know what person like, calls that. Um, Black metal surf punk. Yeah, it, it, you know, but, and, it, and it was sort of like a Japanese style they're doing. Well, that's what I read an article with them, and the main, the, le- the leader of this band said that yeah, he was so, mainly inspired by Japanese yeah. hardcore, which is not even a genre I'm familiar with. Yeah, so these guys are familiar with some crazy Japanese stuff that most people probably are not familiar with. So these guys are channeling that. This um, is our only East Coast entry. 
from Philadelphia. There's nothing going on here. You know why there's no bands coming from the East Coast? Because East Coast sucks. Well, there's the Richmond scene. Oh yeah, there's a couple bands from there. Well, if you like windy. But the Northeast scene. Yeah. Is is nothing. No, because it's miserable here, people. There's some stuff happening in like Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, there's there's, yeah, there's definitely that whole thing. You know. Anyway, this album is awesome. You know, everyone. uh, Um, It sounds. A lot of it sounds like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, this album is very much a mood. You should listen to the whole thing at once. It was kind of hard to pick a song because a lot of them just bleed into each other with that, like, like rollicking yeah. uh, drums. I, I think these guys are some of the most just reluctant. Um, they're just on such a reluctant meteoric rise. Like, you know these guys weren't really trying to get this big. I think it I just... Know. They've got to be trying. On the other hand, I don't think they want to play like big they, venues. They haven't changed like how they do anything though. You know? Like they just look like a bunch of kids up there <laughs> that don't know what's going on. But, but you know, they get to play with Matt Pike. We have seen them four times. I've seen them a lot of times this year. Even at Psycho. We saw them at Psycho, we saw them in a fucking dungeon. I mean they, yeah, we saw we them saw in that shitty place in Montclair that should be that be should be condemned. A fairly large stage at the Gramercy, wasn't it? Yeah. We saw them there. Somebody, and they looked very out of place. Somebody there. threw a bottle at them. I mean opening for obituary, you got you gotta have a lot of balls. You gotta have a lot of balls dressing uh, like these guys opening for obituary. These guys are fun. And I'm sure they're gonna be doing a lot. Yeah, they're gonna be um, you know, if if there was an M T V today, that M T V would probably be interested in these guys. Yeah. All right. It's a different world. Starting up the second song here. It's this one also has got a little. It's got some winds to open it up with. Do you have another song from these guys? Uh, oh. we don't need to. No. I, I, it's fine. Number three. Who is this? This is Tomb Mold. Planetary clairvoyance. Whatever that means. I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck that means. This track is called "Beg for Life." These guys are nerds. This is their third album, actually. And yeah. Uh, these guys have a lot of followers. <laughs> Like, they're not, they're, that's half of, of Great Creeper. Yeah, which is pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, they have more albums. Still, that's like pretty impressive, though, for these guys. Anyway, they're from Toronto. Toronto. Our only Toronto band. They're um, straight up like Florida sounding death metal mm. with a singing drummer. That, that, I think that's what gets half those followers. Like, dude, the drummer sings. No, Anytime I think this album that, is amazing, and that's why it's on number three here. Yeah, but when you see them and you see a singing drummer, that's like a whole nother world. To me, that's like just entertaining just to see this guy, this normal looking guy, by the way, just sitting behind the there drums, he just going, <laughs> like he's sitting there, like doing blast beats, and, and he's just going, <laughs> like that's just, that's just a sight to see. That gimmick. It's not a gimmick. It's actually a very impressive feat. Yeah, but that fact is not why this that's, is on. That's why I was like, album. these guys get an automatic pass. What really brings this into me, like, this is honestly, I, I feel like one of the most interesting death, de- from obviously the most interesting death metal I heard this year. Like, I yeah, love, is. I love the guitar, really the guitar work on this album. Yeah. Like, their riffs are incredible. They've got some great breakdowns on here. And they're so simple, like... No, you know, no, they, they're interesting. They went up. I mean, you know, I just mean their whole setup, like watching them on stage. Nothing, you know, they're like practically in sweatpants, you know, simple gear, simple like they, they conducted themselves. You know, one thing I noticed about these guys that I was really impressed by the guy just had a couple of boss pedals on the floor, which I'm, I'm like, wow, he's, he's wearing his boss Fuck pedals on the floor, man. That's <laughs> fucking metal, you know, it was like these guys don't know what fucking hipsters are. They couldn't give a fuck. They're doing their own thing. Toronto. You know? They don't care. 
Anyway. I'm trying to impress anyone. This is my pick for death metal. Actually, no. Maybe debatable death metal. Old school death metal. Straight up standard death metal album of the year. It's my pick. Yeah. Um, Too mold. Yeah. I mean, they're uh, coming up pretty fast. They're getting on tours with people. For sure. I mean, anyone that was invited to Psycho. I think they've arrived. They've arrived. This is pretty much probably as big as a band like them. Like, they're not going the Gatekeeper route. They're not trying to get, like, this album does not have the production that Gatekeeper had. No, I'm not trying nearly It's still got uh, that raw production on it. Yeah, they don't have an Instagram showing their big stupid mustache in every picture. (laughs) Like a Gatekeeper guy. He's like, look at me, look at my mustache. It's a really good mustache. He's like, look at my mustache, everyone. Look at, oh, it's my mustache again. You could have that mustache. mustache. You would take a picture of it every day. My mustache is all gray. I can't. That guy has a youthful mustache. Um, I was just, I was just switching the song because of just for variety. Anyway, Too Mold. Yeah, it's a really good album. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm not a death metal person, and I really like this album. Yeah, I'm so definitely that, not. A that death says metal. a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely not a death metal person, and uh, you know, these guys are definitely doing something original and impressive. So, if you're looking for new music, Too Mold. All right. Let's, let's go back to something that is typically my shit. Now, these guys have been around for a very long time. And, you know, they're playing all they know here. They're not trying to sound old. They are old. Like, this is what they know. Well, I don't know. They're they're playing older stuff than they are. They're playing, like, 80s stuff. Eh, you know, I think, I think this guy is just doing, playing what comes naturally to him. I don't think he's trying to 80, do anything. Definitely 80s worship. Yeah. This is Dark Throne. Yeah, as you know, Dark Throne. Number two, um, Old still, Star. Still making albums. Dark this Throne. This is their 18th album. 18th. So at least Dark They never Throne, put it down. Yeah. Fenris and that guy that hangs out with them. Nocturnal Culto. Um, <laughs> they just turn out albums like true black metal guys, you know. Like, black metal guys either do it themselves or with one other dude. It's not a touring band. They can't tour. They only have two members. Um, but, yeah, yeah, these guys are just making, you know, it's not black metal. They're just doing what they do. This is, like, to me, I call this, like, black heavy doom metal. Yeah, I don't even know, like, it's just such a... Like, this song is very doom. Um, it's like if you hear it, you're like, oh, that's just a cool metal song, man. This like, song is know. The Hardship of the Scots, by the way. Um, the Hardship of the Scots. But if we move on to, like, another song, like, they, they definitely do hit back on their old roots. Yeah. And... I mean, yeah, of course, they made one of the most iconic black metal albums ever. Well, they had the, 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 the trio. It was the dark trio. Yeah, the I think unholy. I think back then they probably used to tour, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they toured very, yeah, like, maybe a were, couple tours. Yeah. I think they stopped because by the time Transylvanian Hunger came around, it was just yeah. the two of them. Yeah, Fenris is like that guy that went through all that shit and survived, you know, without being in jail or without being a Nazi or something, or, you know, he's just uh, still there. Talking about this album, I was a little surprised this album got as far up as it did for me. Yeah, I mean, well, this guy's, um, uh, you know, they they have a lot of listeners, Uh, but, you know, they've, in the metal world, this is, you know. Because this album, it is very good, yeah. but I hold Dark Throne to a very high standard. And I thought Arctic Thunder, which was their last album, came out in 2016, was yeah. incredible. And so at, at first blush, this one was a, a little bit of a letdown for me, but, you know, when I'm evaluating against, like, the crop, it's like still, you know, it's still really good compared to everything else. Yeah. And I do just fucking love Dark Throne. So. Yeah, Fenris, I mean, he just listens to real regular music and just makes music, you know, from the heart. 
just uh, Let's listen to one, the more like more black metal offering from this. Yeah, we'll listen to another called song. I Muffle Your Inner Choir. Um, but yeah, I would say every song is good. It's got it's all very interesting. Uh, a lot of great riffs, obviously. Yeah, yeah these guys are definitely. You know, I don't know who's doing the riffs here, but uh, definitely just memorable riffs. Well, I actually from. What I know of Dark Throne is that they both write their own songs. Ah. Like, they coordinate to make sure they're, like, writing in the same vein. Yeah. But they write their own songs, and they're not allowed to have any, <laughs> make any changes. Oh, I gotta They do not collaborate. Oh, that's a good they, idea. Like, they collaborate on the writing, anyway. It really takes a lot to just write a song yourself, you know, just sit down and just do it yourself. So it's amazing that the albums as cohesive, their albums are always as cohesive as they are. Yeah, and these songs are just but. simple. They're just simple. Like, he's not trying to do anything complicated. You know, he's not very... Like, I can relate to Fenris because he's not very good, and I'm not very good. What do you mean he's so not very good? They're, they're, these aren't, like, complicated guitar riffs. Well, not Fenris. Well, no, he's I, not know, going, like... The guy who's playing guitar, whatever that is. But, that's, um... Uh, what's his well, name? No, they're not, they're not going to be, like, yeah. you know... That's what I like. Guitar gods. See, I don't like, like that's all not this. the point. I don't like all this complicated shit. That's not the point of, like, almost everything on this Well, list. you know, you get some of these guys that go, look how good I am at guitar. It's like, I don't give a fuck how good you are at guitar. That's why I hate all these internet guitars. It's like, I don't care, dude. No one cares. Anyway, if you like Dark Throne, you probably like this album. Yeah, I like, I like Dark Throne because and, they're simple. And I think they're great because, um, like, the sound is so, it's just, they really have, at this point in their career, come where they have their very unique sound. And yeah. Like, their genre is more Dark Throne. They're not black metal anymore. Dark Throne is a they're genre. Dark, yeah, Dark Throne is the genre. And yeah, it's, it's dark. What kind of metal is it? It's Dark Throne. It's hard to find a lot of bands that are doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. we went through a lot of derivative shit, you know, which was all very good, but... These guys also have a sense of humor, too. Like, they'll make funny songs. They're not yeah. super serious. You know, which is good. I think there's always... That's true. There were, although, there, I don't think there were any funny songs in this album. Not this album? Okay. They don't have, they the last two a, albums weren't really funny. They don't have a Canadian metal. A Canadian metal, no too old, too cold. You know, uh, yeah. Graveyard Sled. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Funny things. Let's move that was, on to... That's number two. That was number two. Let's move on to number one. Number one, who was number one? Number one is an old band, a very old band. Another old one band. Of the original. Even older than Dark Throne. Now, we've had these guys on the show before in the, um, the West Coast Thrash episode. This is Possessed. With their album Revelations of Oblivion. This track is called Dominion. This is only their. Now, these guys have, like I said, these guys have been around since, I don't know, mid 80s, 1985 maybe. This is only their third album. So, talk about moving slow. These guys had two majorly wow. iconic albums in the mid 80s, um, featuring Larry Lalonde from, um, who's in Primus now. Well, these guys are one of those bands that are back. Well, they hit a bit of a speed bump. When yeah, uh, well, I think, I think that? Jeff Becerra, I think he was shot. Yeah, he was shot. Or was he stabbed? Either he way, was attacked. He was, he's disabled. And he ended up as a paraplegic yeah. in a wheelchair. And at that point, you know, he, I think he was also a junkie at some point. Yeah. Um, but at that point, he just started living a normal life for a while. I right, listened to a very to interesting it. interview with him. He went into like a lot of union work. He's a leftist. Uh, and at just like always hoping to get the band back together Gonna and get the band back together you know he had he had a family he had kids went to college wow you know he slipped it on a life he fucking had his life while you know yeah he got into a wheelchair well. and he didn't have any excuses he just you know he, you know just did stuff 
And now this this album is fucking really highly anticipated. Yeah. It did not disappoint anybody. Like this sound is like a it's like direct line from uh, like seven churches. Yeah. And yeah, it's still got the same sound. They didn't lose any intensity. Right. They didn't really. I, I will say they didn't evolve. But then like why would they evolve? Their this is their third album. <laughs> Yeah, but, well, no, um, Seven Churches is their first album, and then, and then there's... That was their first album, yeah. yeah. And then there's uh, the one with the This is their third album. Yeah. The, the one with uh, artwork by Ed Repka, the one with the furnace on it. Yeah. But, anyway. What the hell is that called? I forget what that yeah. one's called. But, yeah, it's a big album. But, um... Like, I will say, the only thing that sounds big, more modern on this album is the production. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it, yeah, it sounds like a new album. But I think, I still think even the production is done very well. Yeah. Um, like, the sound is still consistent with, like, 1987. Like, yeah, but, like, the production, like, it doesn't sound like it was made in a basement. No, no, you know, no. it's a lot cleaner than, you know, their original no. stuff. Do we, do we know what label these guys are? Mm, yeah. No. Um, lost my train of thought there. <clears throat> I... Oh, I think this level of production, it's not overdone, and it kind of gives it this level of, like, gravitas. Yeah. Like, it, it makes it sound, like, serious and important. <laughs> they're doing, like, they're going back to that time when, like, death metal was just coming out, and this was, and they're just thrash that's pushing into those limits, and they're yeah. still doing that. I call this genre, I know Jeff Becerra always says that he's death metal, but... I call this genre proto death thrash. I, I didn't call him death. Like when he was on, you know, he was on that episode I made Bay Area, and I considered him the limit of thrash metal. You know, he's always been considered Bay Area thrash metal, but they're at like that absolute limit of aggression that crosses into death metal next. That's what Possessed has always been. They'll always be that band that we always think of as death, as you know, the next step at the door of death metal. You know. Other song here, but I, one, you know, I just this is such a good pick for number one because for one the album is really great. Yeah, like it's it's totally consistent. It's relentless. Yeah, and it's, it's um, evil. Yeah, they did not lose anything in their old age. Yeah, this is one of those great bands that you know you. It's like wow, they're back, and yeah, they deserve it. You know, they 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 they're not a lot of times when you have these old man bands that come back, they're usually super lame. My writer, a lot of times they're like super lame. Yeah. Uh, these guys aren't that at all. But also with old school death metal just being like, as I said, really fucking on right now. Yeah, like, this guy's like, hey guys, remember this? Remember this? Remember where y'all came from? <laughs> I'm still doing it. Everyone's like, yeah. All the no, fans like, are like, yeah. is like, we're coming back to rule you guys. Yeah, and from a wheelchair. From a wheelchair. All you, all you hear with excuses. From a wheelchair, okay? So, um, yeah. Be inspired, right. Be inspired by Jeff Yeah. Be cool if like Larry Lalonde joined the band again. It's too busy making no, a lot of money. No, it's fine. But... I think you know Jeff Becerra is the only original member. Yeah, well, you know, it's gonna, it's still, I... it doesn't sound like he is though. It sounds no, like totally maybe, I think that's uh, legit. evidence that he is the key member. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and obviously he's not playing bass anymore. I mean, I well, I think he might have recorded but, yeah, the bass, recorded but he's not playing it live. Yeah, not live. But no, I know he definitely wrote the album. His voice is just like it, like it's 1987. Yeah, it's still there. So yeah, you gotta give these guys a lot. This is why they're getting number one. Okay, it's not because he's in a wheelchair. Okay, people, it's not because he's in a wheelchair. You know, because I know you wanted Tool as your number one album. But um, listen, like, Tool's not metal. Yeah, Tool's not metal. So yeah. Um, All right. 
So yeah, that's number one. That's all of them. What did you think about our list, heavy metal fans? Comment down below. Let's have some closing thoughts. There was a, a lot of things missing on our list that other people had on theirs. Yeah, well, you know, if you look at the our um, contemporaries, you know, everyone, of course, published their list already pretty much. Um, from, you know, whether it's Decibel or Metal Sucks or, or what's that massive toilet people, what did it call? <laughs> oh, hell, that was the best name ever. Why didn't I think of that? It's amazing. Um, you know, from Loudwire to, to metal, metal Injection. Metal Injection, Metal Hammer. All those guys, they'll have, the, you know, what they thought was good this year. I think our list varies completely different. I think we did a lot more work than them. Either that or they just, that, that was their work. You know? I don't know. I don't think I, I, we necessarily did more work than some of them. Yeah, I think they're like, what? Slipknot is the best. But the you know the norm everyone's normie picks this year so the normie the normie publications like Loudwire and yeah even um, metal and, sucks and, and we're talking um. by the way we're talking like consistently every single one except for like what Decibel I think Decibel's the only one Decibel like, Decibel's legit you're the only ones that were legit Kerrang Kerrang even Kerrang I expected more from them actually I don't know I'd have to pull their list up I can't remember um but but, but consistently <laughs> everyone's top three or top two was what Tool. And slip in that Slipknot. yeah mostly it was Tool first and then Slipknot well, I think maybe some people sometimes they had first. Tool, Ramstein yeah Ramstein got and then a Slipknot couple. yeah the Ramstein album wasn't that good by the way it was like, <laughs> I like Ramstein I'm like nah I was like that ain't that good um, but obviously we didn't even consider those because no. again they're not like that's metal not, by our strict they're not, definition they're not on my radar at all like like Slipknot is just really look I've, I'm like alright I'll listen to this I'll listen but, to it because because you know I have a friend who's like Slipknot you gotta listen to Slipknot they're amazing but, so I'm like alright I'll listen I'm like this is really bad I mean I have to say like I just feel like every time I see Tool on the top of the list it's like yeah. just seems like the most cynical thing I, I don't me, get because that album was not good I don't get it I don't get Tool guys there I don't was a time in my life get it where I was into Tool yeah it was like the 90s <laughs> well I was older I was too young in the 90s right but that you was know, my like it was like 1995 or whatever. I was like, what is cool? I was, like, I was into Tool. I was like that sober okay. video with the claymation. That's pretty cool. Uh, listen, I don't understand Fibonacci sequence gizg. Fibonacci sequence gizg. I don't understand what that is. I'm bad at math, and I don't make wine, and um, I don't have a big farm in Arizona, and I, I don't come up with uh, crazy mathematical formulas for music I, I'm my brain is too small for Tool okay but, so you too might think the, the Tool album was for me it's definitely not for you you were never into Tool I was into Tool at the time I was into at them time. like everyone else was when they were on MTV but that um, wasn't very deep that was skin deep I was I was actually into Tool for a time Are you, okay, you were like one of those people that went to the festivals to see them when they well I wasn't going to festivals I was too young okay. um, but the sound did nothing for me. Yeah. I couldn't even get through it. Honestly, I could not even get through it. I'm not into it. So I just do not and, understand. And all they ever do is like on their previous album, they just like have a song where it was like, uh, um, like if you think they're complicated, like they they would just like have a song where they would sample, um, why can't I think of that comedian's name? The the guy with all the conspiracy theories. I don't know. Uh, people think like you know he's he's really Alex Jones. What was? Bill, uh, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm going to think of his damn... Uh, Bill, uh, uh, uh... Hold on. I don't know. I guess... No, this is a very important fact. Maybe because I was someone who always liked the least pretentious Tool songs, and as they got more pretentious on their later albums, I was less into it. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I have to look um, this up. So if you were... Where you liked the pretension, and you liked that direction, I guess you probably were into Bill this. Bill Hicks. They, they had one song where it was just like... 
a sample of just Bill Hicks talking. And I could tell, I'm like, oh, that's Bill Hicks, isn't it? Because obviously, like, Maynard is some, like, you know, he's into that whole thing. You know, Bill Hicks is a very 90s, like, guy for, like, thinking kind of people. It's like, oh, yeah, Bill Hicks, he said this, you know. Anyway, but, the other the other pick, Slipknot, I yeah. didn't even try to listen to that. Why I is, think I heard the song on the radio, and yeah, it was just like... Just, <sighs> why, or why is... Why is new metal still a thing? Like, why didn't we move on from that? I don't know. Um, yeah, and you had some with Ramstein. You had, like, you know, like you had your basic. I um, like the Ramstein better than the Tool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like, you know, like, you know, I, I was obviously was interested in the Ramstein album. You know, it's like my, that's like my, my mainstream pick. You know, I like, I, you know, for some reason I was like, for, you know, for my, for if I'm going to pick a new metal band, I'll call them, I'm calling them new metal. Sorry. Um, you know, I always was okay with Ramstein. But, um, yeah, but that was basically, I mean, some people had, like, you know, more complicated lists. Like, obviously, the Metal Sucks people all had their own lists. So, um, you know, like, like I think it was Vince Neilstein who had, like, a pretty... Mostly not metal? Yeah, it was a pretty unique list. Some of the bands, I was like, oh, that's a pretty interesting band. But a lot of it wasn't metal on his lists. Like, not at all. But, you know... But we were here to celebrate metal. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna so, have bands. Like, we don't need to talk about. Yeah, I'm not gonna put Brutus like, no as my tonight. number one. I'm not putting Brutus. I mean, I think they're a good band, but they're not a metal band. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good, interesting art out yeah, there. Yeah, it's an interesting it's like, band, but they're not metal. We're here to talk about metal, and on yeah. metal sucks. You should be doing that too. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, but there's a lot of hipster picks that are very popular among like the yeah. more you know in you know tuned in yeah, lists. And, and who who, so, who who like pick these bands. Like, what like, like decibel, uh, decibel. I don't know. I've, I've seen a lot of lists, so it's hard. They're kind of blending in for me right now. But yeah. Spirit of Drift was very popular yeah. this year with people. As we said, Spirit of Drift is a kind of side project. It's very like the main project of one of the guitarists in Gate Creeper. Yeah, it's more and of he, like this proggy kind of... Um, he's kind of like employing other members of Gate Creeper at his other band. Yeah. Um, they, they, it's it's kind of like... Uh, I don't know. I didn't like they're it. They're like a traditional heavy metal band. It seems very pretentious they're to me. Fine. I didn't like it. Uh, it was just uh, it was a little too generic for me. Um, yeah, I mean, we saw. Them. I was like, hey, let's. I, I just told you, I'm like, let's see Spirit of Drifting. You're like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, let's just see them. You know? Well, no, because like their name is very uh, generic, and I was like, oh, I actually do know who they were, and I was like, all right, yeah, let's go, and it was fine. It was a fine night out. I'd go see them again if they show up in Jersey City again for sure. Yeah. But you know, I'm not trying to like shit on them, but like right, I don't. Yeah. There's a lot of traditional heavy metal out right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's no need for Spirit of Drift. And <laughs> you don't need them. I mean, it's fine. They can exist. I have no problem with them. I'm not trying yeah. to shit talk there's them. There's a lot of people doing I'm it just there. saying, I don't. I didn't think they were like number five album of yeah. the year, like there's, or anything close. They didn't even of, make it in my top twenty. A lot of people doing it better than you guys. But they're fine. Like yeah. I, I, I'm happy they exist. Like there should be more metal bands. That's fine. But yeah. that's you know something we didn't pick. Even yeah. bigger. Yeah, Crip Sermon. There's no Crip Sermon on everyone's, everyone's kissing their asses for some reason. <laughs> well, why is that? I don't know. I mean, they had, do have some very good songs. Like, their riffs are fucking awesome. I listened to that album a good deal. I tried to like it. Um, I think it was it's just a little bit too much for me. The song is called The Key of Solomon. It's off their album, Brios of Fading Light, which is not on our top 20. But this is a good song. These guys are just a little bit too much for me, as I said. Like, this is my favorite song, obviously, the one I'm playing here, but um, there's other stuff that, they're just too serious. Where, where are these guys? Too... Where are they from? Uh, they're from, like, where are they from? 
I want to say like Kentucky or something. Was it Kentucky, like really? I thought it was like Greece. Uh, I'm not sure. I thought it was like Greece or something. No, they're American. I think they're from the South. They're from somewhere in the South. Um, again, there's like a great riff, you know, but like, like here's, it wasn't the Christ is dead here. Like, this kind of song is why I didn't make it onto my list. It's just very bombastic. It's also why the candle mass, which didn't make it on many people's lists, why candle mass didn't make it on. Like, I guess maybe just okay. doom is just over for me. It is. Um, um, and this, this stuff just doesn't do it for me anymore. Yeah, this isn't really doom, though. I don't know. What is this? It, it's doomy, for I sure. Know. It sounds like Seasons of the Abyss from Slayer, as this part sounds like. Um... Yeah, it's like Slayer almost. I feel like I'm not making a great case for myself, because this is, again, a really no, good riff. No, this is Doom. No, no, nobody's making Doom anymore. I no. guess you can call it Doom traditional. Doom is like, like Mono Lord. Like, that's a Doom. You yeah, know? this or is like, not slow. Yeah, this, this is way doom, too exciting. But none of this stuff is Doom at all. Because This is why. This is why. Yeah. I hate I hate this kind of, like, chanting shit. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm very particular, we're very particular. Like, very nitpicky over here on what we like. <laughs> these guys are taking, like, a Slayer sound, and they're making it, like, more... Well, these is yeah. very clean. Yeah, they're doing that. They, that's why I'm calling it Doom. He, he sings like a Doom guy. Yeah, like a Candlemas Doom guy. Yeah. Not like that's a, probably why I'm calling him Doom. Yeah, not like a sleep but, Doom guy. Anyway, no Doom. shit on Crypt Sermon. They're doing their thing, and they're a really good band, but I don't know. I just don't... Yeah, these guys are doing... Um, this isn't our shit, you know? This isn't for us. <laughs> yeah, like this part, yeah, these guys, yeah, I guess this is a doomy part, though. This is a candle mask. Well, this is what all their vocals sound like. Okay. But then they'll go into this, like, faster part that almost sounds like Slayer. That's the part that I like. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear their guitarists, like, See, like, candle mask would never do a riff like this. Like, they would never do that. Anyway. I guess it's the vocalist pills of one. Yeah, that's very candle mask right there. I don't know. Sorry, Crip Sermon. It is a good album. I'm not trying to besmirch the quality, but we're going for a very specific sound here at Here Lies Metal. Yeah. And that's why Crip Sermon was not on the list, despite yeah, being one of the most hyped albums of the year. Yeah, you guys are just hype. And on to probably the most hyped album of the year was yeah. Blood Incantation. Play, play that. <laughs> I don't want to play Blood Incantation. You want to play it at all? Let's play a little bit. All right. So this is more of like a progressive death metal band. I tried. I tried with these guys. But again, very serious. You know, like, we like cave people. You know, we like coffins. They're fucking cave people. The Japanese bands are always good. This, I'm, I'm never, I never hear a Japanese band. I'm like, I don't like this. This album is four songs long, and they're all like 12 minutes. Yeah, I hate that. I hate when people do that. There's just like that squealy yeah. noise that I just Sam can't had stand. to listen to these guys. I'm like, these songs are 12 fucking minutes long. I'm like, are you serious? Although a, a band with 12 minute songs that I did like was, uh, what is it? Funereal Presence. That Funereal was Presence. <laughs> we tried to get Maledict to listen to that. He yeah. was not having it. I was it. like, ugh, come on. Anyway, again. have 12. You can't play live like that. That's all I'm saying. Again, I'm not going to comment on the quality of this album because I'm sure it's very high. <laughs> But it is not accessible. It's not for mouth breathers like us. So I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, these guys are doing like, you know. They're in outer space. These guys uh, are in fucking outer space. They're, the nerd, they're doing like the, the nerd death metal thing. 
Like, yeah. we like two mold. They're nerds. They're super nerds, but they're like cave people nerds. Yeah, they're like they're the not, smartest uh, of the cave people. Yeah, they're, uh... These guys are aliens. Yeah, these guys are like, we are from Mars. And I'm sorry, we just, we can't bridge the racial divide. Yeah, yeah, these guys are, uh, <laughs> I mean, listen, it's, it's really all over the place. And I, I know that appeals to yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, uh, it's what I call schizophrenic. It, it is schizophrenic. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it's like every part is like... This is almost like cutting edge. Oh, this is cutting edge. Yeah. But you know what? Of cutting edge music, I am fine with this. Yeah, cutting edge is a lot more like not as um, like cutting edge has a lot of dun 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 dun. You know, has a lot of like dumb, like. That's what I'm saying. Like the cutting edge going in this direction. Dumb rhythms. I'm okay with. Yeah, yeah. It's cutting edge, but it's not like S O U cutting edge. It's not what's going on in S O U. Anyway, that's it's a bloody it's, it's a little too smart for that. This is a lot of people's number one album of the year. I'm sorry. Yeah, people like <laughs> for some, a lot for of these album. young kids. They like complicated. That's why like they all like Tool. That's why they all go crazy over Tool. I mean, you know, I think Tool is like a band for like young and old. I mean, all the old people still love it. And, yeah, I think Tool has a lot of young fans. Uh, but yeah, like people like the complicated stuff. I think some a really cool album cover. You know? Oh yeah, that thing. Oh yeah, that's a very popular album cover. Everyone, I see that. I see that album cover everywhere. That's because everyone likes this album. Yeah. Yeah, I see that thing constantly. It's got like this alien stoner-looking guy on it. And, it. and of course, every band today has the illegible writing. Like that is what you have to do today. Like every band's logo looks the same today, and I'm and I and I'm absolutely not into that at all. Everyone's got like the black metal, all right, like drip writing. Like and they're doing it just. It started as like a. It started as like a meme, and now everyone's doing it for real. It's like, stop, everyone. I can't read your logo. Stop with that. All right. So Any that, other comments on this that's, year? That's the whole thing. Fucking old uh, school death metal yeah, out there. De- this is the, in 2019 is the year of, of specifically death metal, more so than even thrash. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we obviously favor thrash. Uh, we have a I lot of thrash on our list. Do, the doom metal bands are going down again. Okay. There is... That's and, and so like 2013. For any other, you know, yeah. stuff we didn't talk about that wasn't on the list, you know, I might have listened to it. Like, if it didn't make the list, it didn't miss, doesn't mean it was bad. It yeah. was just like, there was just a lot, especially with the death metal. Like, there was like other stuff that could easily made the list was yeah. like, I don't know, like Witch Vomit, if, if, Bastard Grave. If you notice, like, none of, the, um, none of anyone's picks are Doom bands this year. Nobody <laughs> yes, is. Yes, the only no one's two is. Doom albums that even made it into my consideration was Throne Hammer yeah. and um, Lord Vicar. And they just. Lord Vicar is like an old band, though, aren't they? They're, yeah. yeah. I'm not that, not super yeah, old. They've like, been around, they're not like, new. Yeah. Um, and it's it was all fine like it was fine but it just wasn't I guess I don't know maybe just Doom doesn't just sound yeah like who came out with an album did like did like Monolord come out with an album this year I think did Wyndham come out with an album Monolord did yeah they did and no one cares about that it did literally nothing yeah no one cares about it and it's not even that didn't even make it on my short list didn't show up on anyone's lists (laughs) um but I'm trying to think of a Doom album that came out this year like I think most people consider Crip Sermon to be Doom uh it's aggressive Doom I guess you could put it like. Yeah, I guess you could throw it in that, but there's a lot more to it than Doom, you know? It's not just staying slow, like, um, you know, like any typical, like, Doom band is expected to do. I mean, they're definitely going for, like, an epic yeah. candle mask kind of Yeah, doom. they're going for that, like, 1987 um, Doom. Anyway, do we yeah. want Doom to come back? Or are we done with Doom? Um, they should always be bands that, like, I, no band should really change what they're doing. I mean, there'll be another good Doom album. It just didn't happen this year. 
I mean, you know, obviously wait for all the old people. Like a lot of doom, you know, okay doomer. That's the thing. You know, a lot of a lot of the uh, the doomers are older people. You know, like there we have a lot of the original ones. You know, we still have Wino doing stuff. You still have all those guys still doing albums. St. Vitus had a new album. Not, yeah. not with Wino. Yeah, but, but you say, uh, yeah, same by the old guys from St. Vitus, you know, all the original guys. It was guys. fine. It was a, honestly um, a fine album, but I mean, You have that just... still going on. Yeah, and you have like a lot of the older bands, you know, from back in the day still doing stuff. You know, a lot of the Doom bands are not, are not new bands. They're all like over 10 years old, a lot of them. And, you know, maybe they came, they all sort of, I think a lot of their albums came out like a few years ago. A lot of their last albums, you know, they didn't really... You know, they're kind of in, we're in a cycle sort of in between those albums right now you know all those major bands you think of as, as you know doom bands you know like High on Fire you know or Asleep like Uncle Acid you know bands like that are all kind of in between those right now but they all you know, they all came out with good albums though but I guess maybe it's at a point where you know they're all silent right now so all these bands can sort of come out and do stuff but a lot of these bands are newer though so Anyway, but if you don't like death metal, fucking learn to like it because that's what's yeah. hot right now. I don't, I don't like death metal. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I've you don't never, like any of the death metal I played you today. I know some of it. Like you know, like like Gatekeeper is always like listenable, and and Two Mold is is always fun. But no, I'm not gonna really seek out death metal ever. I'm not gonna ever seek it out. You know, I don't really care much about it. Well, that that was my attitude before doing me. this little project I started. Yeah, I'm not into it. But when I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to new music and a lot of it's fucking death yeah, metal. And I'm like, metal. yeah, everyone. sure. A lot of it, I just like fucking chucked. Yeah. Everyone's doing but, death metal today. Um, so. you know, stuff like, you know, like, listen, I'm not going to play death metal. I'm not going to show a like, death metal metal. Like even a, band. even a, a band that didn't make my final list, like witch vomit, um, <laughs> or mortiferum. It was just like, I ended up having to listen to those albums a couple of times because like, it's, it's good. Like they've got great riffs. Yeah. You know, their production, like, they've got that fucking old school production. They're doing it really well. Yeah. And I was like, I, I learned to get into death metal this year just because it's uh, like, hey, if you like heavy metal, it's like, and you like this kind of uh, vintage style stuff. Like, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to. You got to contend with the death yeah. metal and you got to get on that level. It doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't do anything for me. It's just like, it just, it's too brutal. It doesn't, well, doesn't do anything for me. In the never, end, never only, will. Only three albums did a lot for me, which yeah. was those three albums. Yeah, I most of them aren't just aren't good. Most of it is really just noise. I mean, I kind of sound like an old man, just noise. Um, but you know, and, and like you know, and one, another reason doom metal isn't thing because it got so saturated. You know, it was like so everyone. Like remember, I was just like everyone's in a fucking doom band. Everyone has a doom band. Well, that that caught up. You know what I mean? That caught up with itself, and people are like, okay, enough. I don't want to hear your doom so you band. Think death- that's gonna go away. No way. They all will. <laughs> it's all cyclical. They all Everything will. Everything goes away. Yeah, yeah. They will. They all will. Don't think you know. What's this thing next? Is gonna, I don't know. Something. Something. Uh, uh, bands like Hair Dream. Metal. <laughs> bands like Dream Theater will come back. Oh god. <laughs> oh, god That'll never us. work. God. No. Enforcers. Them. Enforcers got their their finger in the wind. They've got the hair metals coming back. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They're doing. It's gonna it. come back in in response to the death metal. Yeah. They're not doing it in the wet same way. Like you know. Yeah, but it's like that glossy. Yeah, it's glossy. You know, it's very embracing glossy. Embracing the synths. Embracing. Yes. Like, it's, the, it's glossy. Pop hooks. The big hair, you know, they're 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 tight leather pants. I mean, it's glossy, but um, I mean, their look is like heavy metal. It's yeah, like, like they could just pass for a, hair, a new wave of heavy metal band in like yeah. nineteen seventy nine. That's what they really could do, but you know, in that in that kind of pretty way, but not you know, they're not like the other. The songs are still pretty mean though. Anyway, so uh, we did it. Yeah, that was the episode. That's our picks. <laughs> so they might, they, you know, we didn't put like Slipknot as our number one, um, or anywhere, or in our number twenty. Um, 
because uh, it's just not good. Okay, people, it's just not. Did good. Did you even listen to it? Slipknot. I listened to like a song or two. I was okay. Just, I was just because I because I saw the video. I'm like, oh, that video looks kind of scary, you know? Because I saw like a a a still frame. I was like, oh, maybe that. You know, and I was like, this is terrible. I was like, you know, because it looked kind of like it was like one of those freeze frames. And I'm like, oh, that looks kind of like a disturbing freeze frame. Maybe listen to that song. And I was like, it wasn't good at all. It just, you know, you think it's going to be good, then it's just Corey Taylor's annoying voice. He's like, ooh, you know, because he sings. And he just sounds like, you know, like a poodle when he sings. And that stupid mask, oh, that, mask <laughs> that mask is not working. It makes your face look fat. It makes you look like a, like a poodle shoved in plastic. That's what it looks like, Corey Taylor. It's not working, man. Slipknot. He's trying to co-op some personality by wearing a mask. Yeah, well, they always wear masks. This is new mask. They always have, I know. Yeah. But, but that, he's trying to invent a, an interesting persona. Yeah, he's himself. trying to do a new thing. But, you know. Anyway. anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the show. Follow us on social media, including Twitter, at Here Lives Matter. Have we been putting anything on Twitter? I don't know. Eh. Facebook, which we now have our live news show, which hopefully you've been watching. We'll do another one uh, this week before the new year. We got to do some news. Maybe. Yeah, why not? We can That's just, tomorrow we can just, or the next yeah, day. Yeah, we can just bang it out. Because, you know, I could, we could go, it'll be live, of course. Obviously, we can't put this show live because we're playing songs, so, like, it's just not really going to work that way. Um, so, check, yeah, check out our Facebook. Check out our live show on Facebook. And, and you know, also on YouTube. Find us on YouTube. Uh, here, Les Middle on YouTube. Find that. Check it out. Subscribe. Comment down below. Okay, people? We'll be putting... Also, this week, I'll be releasing our first visual episode for the Satanic Panic, which was our second episode ever. I basically just put like a slideshow to it, you know, just random stuff, pictures of what's going on, you know, whatever. It's still a bad podcast. It's still me just talking about nothing, talking about complete bullshit, but you should just check it out. You know, we're gonna start doing that with all of our old episodes and hopefully new episodes. We to make some new historical episodes. Though we've gotten so far into this kind of stuff, like news or playlists, that we've kind of forgotten about the history. And there's so much history, you know, we need to do. The last history we did was the Acid King, so we got we got to get back into that into that format one of these days. It's a lot of work though. Anyway, find us on Instagram, uh, Metalize here on Instagram for posting pictures, and give me an email at herelivesmetal at gmail.com. Send me your email. Uh, be sure to subscribe to Herelives Metal on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. Check us out on Spotify. Rate us, even if you hate us. This podcast has only and, uh, you know, send us some money somehow. Uh, yeah, we have a Patreon, right? Patreon forward slash Here Lies Metal. Why don't you just send me some money? Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Heard I need a new mic. Yeah, uh, yeah, she could use a new mic. So, um, you know, and I could use a new, like, we could use a new house. So, <laughs> you could just, um, do that. That'd be great. Thanks. We need a new house. To Listen, do you're the sending people, then. you're sending people playing video games that nobody even likes money. All right. It's amazing. Actually, All no, one, right. no one sent those guys money today, actually. Not one person sent them money. So. We were watching the African safari. Oh, well, yeah. But, you know, the, <laughs> the guy we were watching, like, nobody sent him any money because they were like, you suck. Uh, so, yeah. So, we'll see you and have a good metal new year if we don't hear from you first. But we probably will try to make a live episode where I will just shit talk everything. Do. All right, people. It has been fun. Good night. Good night. <laughs>